Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Yes Lot, Lyrical Dive into Anson Pack's discography. And today we'll be taking a look at the first track off of his third studio album, Oxnard. And this song is The Chase, the opening track featuring Cajabonet. And it's also produced by Shire Lazo, I think that's how you pronounce it. And also Anderson Pack himself, who also drums on this track. And Lazo um, does perform the skit with Sinoi Matali. I. Uh, can't pronounce that either. Um, and then Bonet actually does the strings on this track. Um, percussion and additional guitar is handled by Fred Reck, and uh, the horns are done by the regiment. Um, um she is, I guess, a smaller, um, not really huge profiled artist. There are um, some songs by her that like, you might recognize the name from, uh, she collaborated with, uh, Sir on the song New Sky, uh, she's recently featured on Childish Gambino's new album, on the song with 21 Savage, um, she's actually on the Free National albums on a track with Jid, so she does have her credits, um, she doesn't, she's not on the song much, though. But other than that, yeah, let's begin our journey into Oxnard with The Chase. So the song begins with the skit by Lazo Metali, and Metali is saying, "Evacuations are now." And then Lazo says, "Anderson Pack va a star tocando musica en Oxnard," which translates to "Anderson Pack will be playing music in Oxnard." So this just sets up what's about to come in the album. Anderson is preparing to play his music in the city, which the album is named after, and the music he will be playing is this album that we're about to hear and analyze, and that includes this song that we are talking about now, The Chase, so this is about to be played in Oxnard. Kajabane performs a brief intro to the song where she sings, I need you more than you could know. Don't let me down and don't let go. So Kaja is chasing this person, presumably either a partner or fame. And she is in a spot where she needs it more than ever. And she needs 100% commitment from both ends. And that is the only way things will work. Uh, that's really all there is to the opening line is. Well sung though. Although I don't know if it really wants to feature credit because she's just singing two lines and... She also has like a bunch of other features on this album alone, which are definitely less than this, but still, I don't know if this warrants feature credit. Uh, she's on Six Summers, she's on Trippy, Bose Keeper, and uh, Headlow. So, yeah, that is the intro, and now we are going to talk about Anderson's vocals. So, Anderson Pack performs the only verse on the song, and he sets the tone with his rapping style that he uses throughout the album, as well as, like, the cinematic sound that the song gives off, which does make the album... The album is kind of like a movie, because it does sound like a movie soundtrack, and also the album cover kind of looks like a movie poster. But then he begins by saying... You know, I hit it almost every time, and then I miss one. How are we going to get ourselves up out of this one? So normally, although Anderson may be in a position where everything is screwed up, he'll always find a way to bounce back. Now, however, the predicament he's in seems like there's no overturning back, and he has screwed the pooch. Um, hard to get up from this like Sonny Liston. 
So Liston was one of the greatest heavyweight boxers of all time, having lost only four matches in his career. Two of them were against uh, the famous Muhammad Ali, and both times he followed those matches with a break due to injuries that he sustained in the ring. And Anderson is saying that he's had a tough hit, and it's going to be a while, if ever, that he'll be able to get back up from this. I feel like Zan Lambier with the Pistons, Bad Boys, but no Will Smith and only real friction. While Bad Boys is a movie starring Will Smith, it is also the nickname for the Detroit Pistons from 1980 to 94, and he's referring to that and not the... Will Smith movie with the same name. So Anderson's gonna be like gritty and defensive like they were during that time frame to just like get out of that mask. And Bill Lambier and Isaiah Thomas were part of the Pistons in that time frame. So yeah, that's like they were bad boys, so that's where that that's where that reference comes from. Go to the fork of the road. It's a split decision. I could either split everything my own decision. That would take a little more time and more wisdom. That would make a little more grind and more vision. He had a he has a great decision that is going to impact him for the rest of like greatly. He could either take everything for himself or he could share what he has with others. And this will like the decision that he's going to make is going to require him to think about what he's going to do over time and the benefits of each possible decision and he also needs to see what will happen through both scenarios what's the difference between the poor and the rich man standing in line or having wristbands in reality those who are and are not privileged are not that different despite what the surface uh, value may say and then he finishes the verse with the line these are lessons you learn with no tuition. So these are certain lessons, like the one mentioned in the song, that you learn in real life um, outside of school. This could also possibly be referring to lessons you learn when you can't afford school. So this is like you learn the code of the street. And that is all I got for Anderson's verse in the chase. So now let's move on to the break. It begins by saying, hold on and ride for your own. Anderson is encouraging the listener to work for their own causes and do follow their dreams. Together in spirit form, while they are on their own path, they have each other in spirit and are rooting for each other along the way. With your hands I can hold, in your heart there is hope. While they are not together physically in spirit, he is there to help this person and guide them on their way to success. There's also... A lot of hope in this person's heart to succeed, which is important because you're going to need that hope if you want to be successful in life. Because if you don't have that hope, then it's like you aren't going to make any effort. But if you have hope, you're going to at least make some sort of effort to be successful in life. And yeah, that's basically it for the break. It was a quick break, as most breaks are, but now we already move on to the outro of the song so it begins with time has no weight without a headstone plant time has no relevance and is only important if you make it seem important which you should not do like obviously time exists it's 12:56 right now but like as a distraction like 
deadlines and crap like that, like, nah, you should not be thinking about that. You should not let time implant itself into your head. Who we are, who we see, so much clearer now. So clearing your head of stressful aspects such as time will make it so it's easier to work and focus, relieving the stress and eliminating distractions from what you could be doing right now, what you could be achieving. It may not be in their sights, but that don't take us out of clear view. While nobody is necessarily looking for them, people are watching and able to see them, so you have to do something that will be able to get their attention and get people's eyes on you. Hold on, hold tight, hold tight, hold on. If not for you, then I. He wants this person to hold on to him as the only thing they have right now is each other, and that is something that they cannot lose. Hold on, ride for your own, together in spirit form. So this is, these are the same line that are said. Like, these are the, this is the first half of the break, so I don't really need to talk about what this is or what this means, because I already did talk about it. So now it is time to do our episodely briefing where we talk about summaries of the song and stuff like that. So the song sees Anderson in a position where he is screwed up beyond repair and needs to figure out how to get out of the situation. This could be uh, certain risks he could he took to achieve fame that he could not go back on. He eventually did see success, obviously, because he... This album debuted just barely outside the top 10, and he is a Grammy winner now. And he's urging listeners to chase their dreams of success and is symbolically joining them on their journey. And that's really it. Uh, I know this isn't as long as a bonus episode about a Lucy, uh, which has two full rap verses plus a Buster Rhymes remix verse I had to talk about that exceeded the a half hour like this song has really simple structure it's just like quick intro by um kind of Bonet and then short rap verse a little break and then a little outro it's not really much to analyze but hey at least it was longer than the introduction episode like if i'd make an analyzation episode that's shorter than introduction unless it's like really short song like an interlude or something like that then there's a problem but like with interlude i'll usually pair that with another song like um for example lightweight and um waterfall on malibu i paired along with the skits on venice i paired those with the other songs but yeah it's i think i'm gonna have that problem here though because all these are like actual songs but yeah, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, be sure to subscribe, uh, rate on whatever podcast form here you're on, um, and then obviously spread the word. Um, upload the Reddit posts, follow the Twitter and Instagram accounts, and yeah, that is it for the analyzation of the chase, and I will see you guys next time. Take care, guys.